Welcome to the Exodexa channel. Exodexa, our mission is to transform and revolutionize education. We're going to do it with games, fun, technology, and data. And so I want to talk today about a piece of brain science that doesn't have a lot of understanding but it's what we call space repetition algorithms. What is it? Before I start in that, I want to introduce Dr. Leah Haynes. Uh, for those of you who are new to the channel, she is the person who keeps the trains running on time for Exodexa, and she's a doctor in education. I'm the game guy. She's a scientist. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, Nolan. And the whole idea of um, spaced repetition is an, it, it's really an exciting uh, advancement, I think, in the way we think about educating because Sesame Street taught us that repetition teaches kids the basics, right? And so finding a way uh, to add that to a gamified program is part of what, and yes, I, I'm from the education side. You are the expert in gaming, and I feel like we have a real opportunity to meet kids where they are. How many parents spend their evenings telling the kids, get off your video games and get back to your homework? Well, what if the video games were part of the homework? And if those video games that the kids were playing for their education were as engaging to them as the games they're gonna play on Saturday or Sunday or, or in the evenings. Like we need the games to be compelling. And I think there are uh, video games out there for education, but the ones that I experienced before we started working together, I I felt you know they were interesting, but they weren't gonna fool any kids. And I went to Washington DC uh, in, in the fall of 2020 before we, closed everything down and saw the games that the Department of Education had supported during the year before. And they're, you know, well-meaning academics who were building those games. And I consider myself a well-meaning academic, but I'm not a game designer. So the the opportunity to work with you, someone who not only fully understands video games, but you are the godfather of video games. And having that eye on what we as academics want to uh, put in front of the kids is really, really exciting. What's what's your uh, experience with the space repetition, Nolan? Space repetition is a, think of every thought that you remember to have a half-life that, you know, stays with you and then it goes away. How many times are you introduced to somebody and 10 minutes later, you have totally forgotten the person's name. Let's, let's imagine a cocktail party. And you meet a, a person, a couple. They tell you their name. And you may be focused on the name, or you may not. You may be thinking about you know, who they are, what they look like, what have you. But you don't remember their name. And so, if you want to remember the name, what you really want to do is create 
a space repetition algorithm. And that would be focus on what you want to remember, then refresh it. So if you want to remember somebody's name at a cocktail party, introduce yourself again and say, I forgot your name. Get it twice. First repetition. If you can get a business card that has their name on it, that's good too, because if you can add another sense, not just hearing the name, now you can see it written. That's that's a repetition, because now you've engaged two of your senses. If you get it in Braille, no, that's too far. Anyway. <laughs> well, it would be a third, wouldn't it? It would be a third. But then, you probably have that person's name for 24 hours. If you review that business card the following morning, it's another repetition. The trick is to refresh it just before you forget it. And it turns out that it's algorithmic and that if you review it the next morning, you've probably got it for a week. And if you were to go through your Rolodex or your, your stack of business cards at the end of the week, that's another repetition. And what the big lesson here is that the computer can start to track what you know and what the half-life of that knowledge is. It then, when you're doing a lesson, it'll come back and do a review of something you learned two months ago. And so what I like to say is, wouldn't it be great if you could remember everything you learned in high school and college for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is periodically, and after a while, once a year, once every other year, plenty good enough. And so think of, a, of what you know as like a brick wall in which you're building. But sometimes the underlying brick is not there. Mm. By having the computer have a full inventory of what you know, you are never presented with a concept which you don't have the underlying principles. So it makes it a lot easier. And this is really, really important in mathematics. Like a lot of times kids in learning mathematics, they get C's and not A's. That means that they kind of know about half of what they really need to know in, in, in arithmetic. All of a sudden, with algebra, the wheels come off because they really don't understand fractions. They don't really understand decimals. They don't really understand how numbers work physically. So if we know exactly how much 
a, a child knows and make sure that they understand fractions. They understand decimals. And then you introduce some of the things in algebra. And then, God forbid, you go into trigonometry and geometry and what have you. And then we go to calculus and all the wheels come off. And so think of adaptive practice as a way of building strong brick walls. And That's, to go ahead. I was just going to say that, you know, to bringing it back to adaptive practice makes me think like both the the spacing and adaptive practice can help in in the math uh, example you used. If a student in that group of 30 doesn't catch those early concepts, then none of the rest of it's going to make sense. And if we're using the 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 the, um, the spacing to repeat and the adaptive practice to uh, keep the student in the in their own path, then we can make sure they have those concepts. Whether it takes them a week, a month, or a year, they they have to grasp those concepts before the game moves them forward. Whereas exactly. in the classroom with all thirty, you have to move at the pace that the teacher's presenting and. You know, I was one of the students who couldn't keep up in elementary school. It just wasn't, I wasn't a good student until higher education. Well, you know, <clears throat> I like to say <clears throat> in a typical classroom, there's one kid that's being taught at speed. Half of the class is bored. The other half is lost. <laughs> and so... What we can do is even that out, and so everybody is being taught at speed. I think that's it, Nolan. That's all I got to say on this one. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for watching. It's the Exodexa channel, and we're here to fix or to re reform or to accelerate education for the world. If you can fix education, you can fix everything else. Amen.